summertime when the weather is hot. You can reach the sky and touch the sky when the weather is hot. You got women, you got women on Mungo Jerry. Is that by is that the artist in question? The artist is, That's the artist in present. question. Mungo Jerry. I think that was um that's I think that was a somebody said that on like the British office one time or something like that. That's why the oh, that's saying why Mungo Jerry brain. is always in my brain for some reason. Yeah, I could I could see them. I could see that being <laughs> David Brent saying Mungo yeah, Jerry. Mungo Jerry. Um my favorite lyric in that song is if a daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If a daddy's poor, then do what you feel. Yeah. It's like, is that kind of a great bit of advice for sexual assault, Mungo Jerry? Or is that. Mungo? <laughs> Mungo? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Mungo? Answer for your sins. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. It's a service industry podcast that you found yourself listening to uh, across time and space. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, goodness gracious, it is, uh, in fact, the summertime and the weather is warm uh, here coast to coast. Um, west of the Rockies. And east of the Mississippi. So true. And thank you for those landmarks, Lillian. <laughs> thank you. Um, that little I'm, geographical kind of location. I'm trying to be a little more sort of professional and um, welcoming to people who might not listen to podcasts and who listen to, you know, AM radio or local news. I want them to feel like... Uh, senior citizens yes i i think that's our demographic that we should really be trying for because it traditionally has been left out of our listenership and so i think it's a good idea to expand you know how we're approaching these things yeah i mean i think i think the seniors would get a real kick out of us i mean half the time they're not going to know what's going on anyways just kind of in general dementia wise yeah they might as well listen to us and, and get those numbers up, you know? <laughs> get get a few more diagnosed. If you work at a nursing home or retirement center, why don't think about this. Playing this podcast during a board game night or, you know, mm-hmm. lunch tea time or whatever activities. So A, we get the listens mm-hmm. and they get the background noise that makes them feel more insane if they are Mm-hmm. But, and then their kids come visit them and they're like, Lillian and Kelly said that girl dinner is a psyop. And they're like, we got to up the medication. Right. And this works hand in hand with pharmaceutical companies. I think this is. Yes. Oh, my God. Fucking... We should be back by Big Pharma. Yes. OK, God, this is like ge- this is genius. Look at this. Y'all in real time. In real time. Yes. Y'all Pfizer, reach out. Pfizer, we could build you, something. Look, I know you just had that disaster. You have a building wreck. Now is a time to rebuild your image. Um, totally, totally. You know, from the ashes we shall rise into pharma's welcoming arms and uh, reach out. Yes, reach out. Um, 
Okay, uh, service stories. How we doing? What's happening? What do we do? How what we do doing? What's happening? What's um, okay. Yes. Everything's great. Um, kind of a hectic week for me. I'm going to Tails next week, so I had to cram in a lot this week. And, exciting. you know, exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you, Lillian? I am just fine. Um prepping for uh, Starbucks Workers United, having a big bus tour across the country, so getting events ready for that. Uh, and um, mostly just spending a lot of time uh, interacting with people who are very young. Yeah. Which, which in turn, you know, makes me feel young. Um, it keeps you young, it yes. It keeps me young and feeling old at the same time. And I think that is important to kind of exist in that duality, that kind of... Dialectical yes, kind of... Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Response. So it is. It, it keeps my nervous system right on the razor's edge, and, I, and that's how I like it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kelly texted me. You texted me that you have a, a, a story. Oh, yes. So. I want to know. We want to know. This is my this is my service story um, that it just, like, happened last night. And so I said, because so frequently on this podcast, I'll, like, something will happen to me. I'll say, note that in your little brain. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get on the phone and Lillian will say, do you have a service story? And I'll go, I don't nope. think anything. Mind erasure. Um, but this happened. So my work nemesis who I don't even think I've really talked about on the podcast. I've complained to Lillian a lot, but I don't think I've talked about it because it's like, you can't, it's just one of those things of like, we don't like each other, but there's no, like neither of us is doing anything wrong. Yeah. It's just like, we don't like each other. Yeah. And so, um, we, we're working together last night and I, as usual, I'm like, this person's driving me up the fucking wall. <laughs> and, um, and then a couple of my friends came in, uh, to get a drink and with one person I had never met before. And I was, you know, meeting him saying, hello, what's up? And then they left and my work nemesis was like, who was the one you've never met before? And I was like, I have no idea. I was like, I don't even remember his name. He, he told it to me. I forgot it because I yeah, was yeah, working. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, it's Steve. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. whatever. And um, and my work nemesis was like, um, he's cute. So, and I was like, okay, I'm going to get you his number. I was like, here's my little token. Here's a little, he's a, here's a little olive branch. Yeah. I'm going to get you his number. And I did. And I said, you know what? I hope this repairs. But then the problem is this person, my nemesis, is one of those people who can talk so ceaselessly, like just so much anxiety, Capricorn, thinks they're smarter than everyone. Uh So it's just full monologue. And then almost immediately it was like they were just talking to me about how they knew this guy was attracted to them, how it's going to add so much like 
kind of grease on the fire of their life, what? which they like. Da, 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 da. And I was like, so remember how like 25 seconds ago we just didn't like each other? Like, let's just like, we could stay in that place and you could be like, Kelly did a nice thing for me. But I was like, we're not like girlies You're now. like, this is moving too fast. Yeah. I was like, don't bring this energy to the text because you're moving way too fast, anybody. But um, yeah, it's the closest I've come at that job to receiving a number, which I famously have never. I so. I really find it hard to believe that you haven't gotten a number. Well, believe it, because I'm telling you. Okay, I believe it. But believe I women. Think, I think you're just, um, and not to be like your older sister, who's like, you're too pretty. That's why they didn't call you. <laughs> yeah. But like. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but I, I, I'm like, I, I, I think that you are very, uh, you're, you suffer from the same yeah we're intimidating i think so well one time someone that i thought like a friend of the owner that i thought was married but it turned out he had separated from his wife i was complaining to him about how no one hit on me at the bar and he was like well you're um very attractive and i was like oh thanks because i thought he was married i was like that's so sweet of you to say and then he left and my boss was like you know he and his wife got separated and i was like well no how would i know what yeah would i yeah and he had been like, we're going to Jupiter Disco after what this if you want to swing by. When and I was happen? like, well, isn't that cute? Well, y'all have fun. Yeah. I was like, well, I think that's going to be a hoot and a holler. <laughs> <laughs> so to be fair, I can be a little obtuse. Yeah. I'm not surprised, actually. <laughs> There's a lot at play here. <sighs> Is this the same nemesis with the plush doll? No, that's a different. That person's not my nemesis. She's not a worthy adversary, the plush doll. Okay, good. I was gonna say you need to up your playing. You're you're on unequal playing field if that's the nemesis. No, I think the nemesis have. is the one who like like needlessly to Lillian. I'll be like, okay, so she said new moon brunch as the subject line for the shift notes. Right. She should kill herself. The petty, ne- yeah, the petty, yeah. right? The bitch eating crackers, as they say. Yeah, <laughs> the BEC. <laughs> I love bitch eating crackers. It's so funny. Um, Easy. Okay. Um, wait, did you say your service story? That was it. That was my service story. Okay. 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 I was like, is that? I was worried that there was a there was a something else. Also, worse I was like, after that, kind of drunk by the time I texted you. So now saying it out loud sober, it's like, yeah, that wasn't like. <laughs> There weren't as many twists and turns as I thought, like when I was thinking about it last night. <laughs> Sorry, it's nemesis brain. That's it's it's that's what I know. I was like fueled, like I was like it warps your sense of like you're like this is beyond, beyond. It's like yeah. well, it's just someone asking you something. Okay, yeah, um, literally. I love that. No, it's I Shut really up. relate. I really relate. I had this really funny interaction. I was I was uh, on a like in a Zoom meeting and this barista was like telling us about this horrible person that they work with was like they're you know this person's a libertarian, such an asshole, like fucking horrible. And then was like unfortunately one of the only people I get along with at work though. And I was like dying laughing because I was like yeah. the the hate like I'm like oh god, you're so fu-. like I really truly cannot stand you, but then sometimes it's like 
for some reason that's the only person you like are even able to have a conversation with or something like well, it's, it's like, like it's a chemistry thing yeah exactly it's so interesting it's like and I was like I yeah. so I was dying laughing because I so relate to like that weird tension of like fuck this person also all these other people suck more in a way that I hate yeah. even more than that anyways yes 100% unfortunately this person I don't have that because I'm just like I think we're both just alphas too, so it's like that can be challenging. Dude, I hate I hate other alphas. I go, I guess that kind of is what happens, I suppose. Really annoying. I'm like, don't do this to me. And I just I, I don't want to pull out this like I'm I'm too tired to pull out the stops right now to to to, to make this a. I could, I don't want to. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, and that's how I completely feel with this person. I'm just like, yeah, okay. yeah. Like, I'm just, like, I'm totally let, I'm totally down to let you feel like you're alphaing me and I'm, and me just be, like, yeah, I'm silently nodding my head because that's what I do when they speak. <sighs> I think that's true. That's, like, alpha squared is if that you're so alpha that you let the other alpha. Yeah, like, it. I'm, like, it means more to you. Exactly. Exactly. You're more desperate and, than I am and insecure about your alphaness, even though you are an alpha. So I'm going to let you have it, babe. It's also one of those things where like for a long time I was like, everyone hates this person, but they don't. It's just me. So I just have to, like, I can't. You have to eat it. Like, yeah. But I want to, but I can't. I know. I know. It's a, I hate being in a position where I have to not say everything I think and feel. It's the worst. Um, Ugh, I so hate it. I hate it. Oh, to be 21 again. I know. I know. Um, anyways. I'm, I'm remembering like how rude I used to be. And oh it's my like, God. Awful. It's a fantasy. Awful. Anyways. Um, okay. Let's get to it. I have to go meet a stranger in a parking lot in a few minutes. Um, for uh, nothing fun, but like a truck, maybe we'll see. Um, having an identity crisis <laughs> and a handy and maybe. depends on what he asks me for. <laughs> um, okay, just kidding. <sighs> handy, it's disgusting. Okay, after my tendonitis last week, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> okay, um, so we decided, you know, again, we talked, we joked about how everyone's out of town who is important and has good ideas. Uh, summertime is kind of the brain drain. Well, happens here at FOH sometimes too. <laughs> the summer programming. We're out to lunch. We're, we're out, out to lunch. Town. There's nothing. I, I and when I say I did try, I want you to know. You all know that I I did. We both actively. The every word week scour are like, was employed. I was. I said I'm scouring the cut. I'm going on Eater New York. I'm going in the New York Times. I'm going everywhere that I would find something dumb enough to talk about or interesting to kind of you know bring to you all. Uh, coming up empty handed. So we had to say, I guess we'll just think of something ourselves, which is like, mm -hmm. you're welcome. Um, but we decided it's, it's summer. It's a hazy, there's astro, Venus is going retrograde tomorrow as of this recording. Um, Kelly feels the energy is wacky in New York. I feel York. like it is cuckoo crazy right now. Um, I also, there's a shit, stuff's happening. Um, stuff's happening out there. It's almost Leo season, you know, thank God. Um, 
So we're kind of going into the to the unconscious. Exactly. Going into a, a journey, uh, and we're going to talk about uh, food symbolism in dreams. One of my favorite things to do is on the rare occasion that I haven't medicated myself so um, deeply that I, I you know, I, I do remember a dream. Doesn't happen often these days. Um, I go right to the the websites of uh, unknown authorship. Uh, mm. You know, there's no references. Who's writing this? Don't care. Tell me what this dream meant. Um, my favorite websites because truly, there's no accountability. No, it's perfect. It's, who, it's like yeah. What are we? The Red Book dot GoDaddy got <laughs> Like that's what I want to be reading. I want to. I wanted to see not secure on my fucking <laughs> yeah. On my yeah, I want to get a like little pop up warning that says like, are you like? They're yeah, unverified network or whatever. Yeah, it's like I probably shouldn't say my credit card information anywhere near <laughs> yeah. this website. Like it's like, um. One I, I found is dreammoods.com. So that's been a kind of a fun resource for this topic. But I don't know how we want to start this. I did not do any research except into my own mind. Oh, my God. Amazing. We did this. Ex- this is perfect. Okay. Yeah. Great. I did. Great. I just thought. I just thought. <laughs> We're going to take a journey into Kelly's uh, mind. You just thought. More so than usual. Um, Okay, great. Yeah, then you should definitely start, I think. Okay, well, I guess one of my first questions, because we both talked about, I always have the teeth falling out dream. Yeah. And I just had it recently. What are your common anxiety dreams? Because I'm just curious. Okay, so before we, okay, so everyone, this is off topic, marginally. My anxiety dreams are usually... um, being like a classic unprepared I show up to a class I'm supposed to teach and I don't are like I'm in a play and I can't remember my lines or like something with a performance based humility mass humiliation kind of situation okay okay yeah generally okay or losing control or like uh uh you know there's 60 tables in a section I didn't know existed. And the beer is, I, I keep forgetting a beer order or like, you know, something like that. Yeah. Or you can't get to one of my common ones is like, I can't get to the, like, I'm not able to like enter an order into the POS or oh, like something or like, yeah. I yeah, can't yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. get something. to, yeah. yep. you know, whatever. So yeah, that's common for me. I also have, um, I often am, am I have dreams where it's like, the classic of like, I'm back in high school, I'm back in college, and I realize like I never graduated. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, honestly more possibly true. <laughs> yeah, actually, for yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> for college, it is potentially true for me. <laughs> I literally just, I again, like I don't. Yeah, that part of why I'm feeling like like I'm not dealing with a ton of anxiety right now, like in my conscious mind but i i've had two anxiety dreams recently one the teeth and one it was like i was back at college and and in the dream we had been there for six years and i asked my two best friends from college i was like wait are you guys getting two bas or just one and they were like two and i was like fuck that's so funny six years in i was still working cracking away (sighs) at one one. and the one um okay well what are your food 
ideas. Okay, so my food, I was just thinking about, um, because I don't feel like food ever enters into my dreams. Mm, yeah. So I was thinking about like what it would symbol, would it enter, what would it symbolize? <laughs> I love this. Okay, yeah. This is, yeah. We've, I think, yeah. okay, because, okay, apple obviously has a lot of biblical significance, uh-huh. and I think would classically be associated with sex. But to me, apple is work. Because, because an it's apple like is putting such a, a practical fruit. Okay. It's one of the least sensual fruits, actually. Okay. Because it's not really going to be ju- like like an orange, you really have to, or like citrus, you know, you've got to get in there, you're peeling it, mm-hmm. and you're, there's yeah, juice, yeah, juice, and there's yeah. segments, and you can split yeah. it and yeah. share it yeah. with yeah. a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Stone fruit. Okay, Obviously, wait. there's a mystery contained. Sure. I love this. Wait, so you're saying apple represents work? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Apple is work. Love that because here on dreammoods.com <laughs> yeah. says to see apples growing in a tree in your dream symbolizes knowledge, wisdom, and great prosperity. Rewards are on the horizon. Uh, or the dream may also be a metaphor for an Apple computer. Okay. <laughs> I had not thought of that. So check now, see, your Lillian, spyware. I'm glad you did the research. <laughs> it m- might symbolize you needing to go to the genius bar. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, there's all. This is apples cover a lot of ground. I won't read you all the other possible. <laughs> all the other possible definitions. But I like. Yeah. Teach it reminds me of teaching of knowledge. You know the right. Yeah. Great. I think kind of related to our last episode, Girl Dinner, I think if I had a dream where I was like kind of building like a snack board or a charcuterie or a picnic, I think that to me would represent anxiety. While it wouldn't be an anxiety dream, I think it would represent anxiety. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Apples to me are harvest harvest wealth. It's like to me that's like – you know, New England wholesome fall yeah, harvest yeah, yeah. to mm-hmm. me. I don't know. Abundance. No, 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 totally. Well, I'm saying this is different. Like, Apple could be part of that, but I'm saying if I was thinking about, I'm moving on to a different. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? No, no, no. It's okay. What'd you um, move on to? Snack, snack board. I thought the apple was part of the snack board. It could be. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> depends on this concept is fucking amazing for this podcast episode okay love it okay <laughs> snack board is anxiety yes agree because you got multiple factors there's a lot how going does on. the savory pair with the sweet textures yeah confusing sometimes the snack board <laughs> <laughs> okay what else um i think if you were like, I think probably if you were eating, like, meat or specifically, like, chicken, I feel like that's, like, a very good portent. Yeah? What does Dream Mood say? I'm looking. Any comment? <sighs> Dream Notes uh, declines to comment on the chicken <laughs> symbolism. <laughs> I would have to go to a separate animal 
interpretation <laughs> website for that, I think. <laughs> totally. <laughs> or maybe it's under R for raw chicken or something like that. <laughs> well, I don't think raw, t- I'm thinking rotisserie. Maybe it's under R for rotisserie. Oh, yeah. I should scroll down. <laughs> Okay, wait. <laughs> there is there is just meat. I think we can Okay, meat. I, yeah, I what think do they we can categorize that. Um see raw meat in your dream represents obstacles and discouragement. Discouragements oh. that you will come across as you move toward achieving your goals. Alternatively, it may reflect your untamed animalistic nature and raw emotions. Mm. And and what I want to know, chicken salad. What you know? I would love to know what chicken salad represents. <laughs> um. Well, last thing: to eat or cook meat in your dream suggests you are getting to the heart of the matter. Yeah. See, I think that's and that's the good portent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Instinctual energy. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a dream where I'm cooking. Like, I've been working, but I don't think I've ever had a dream where I'm cooking. Yeah, isn't it interesting? As I, as we were, like, as I was looking for, I was, like, I was thinking about my own dreams, and I was, like, it's so interesting that food does not feature really at Mm -hmm. all. I can't think of a single time, really. And so, like, chefs out there, back of house, are y'all dreaming about food? That's an interesting question. That's an interesting is, question. Are other people dreaming about food? I don't, it's so, because food actually is obviously to both of us very important. So I'm like, it is confusing mm-hmm. why it doesn't feature more. I had a dream, another anxiety. I think also it's like, the dreams that I remember usually are anxiety dreams, at least in some part. Sure. Um, but I had a dream recently that I think I was eating at a restaurant. I don't think I was working. I was eating at a restaurant Yes, I was eating because I was sitting down. I was eating at a restaurant and I realized I didn't have pants on. And then I looked and they had like a specials board posted and my pants were like tacked on to the specials board. (laughs) And I was like, fuck, like how do I get my pants back without exposing my bare ass to this restaurant? Yeah, wow. That's really intense. (laughs) yeah it was like and in the dream I was like so humiliated yeah I I mean with good reason (laughs) yeah I mean if that happened in life I think I would be able to laugh it off because I'd be like that's you know record scratch no (laughs) but in the dream I was crying yeah yeah oh that's that's stressful um okay do you have any other ideas well, I guess like one thing that I was thinking about because like as we say, don't usually have food dreams. I was like, I wonder how setting would inform what it meant. Like if I'm mm. drinking in a bar yeah. versus drinking at home. Right. Versus like alone in just sort of a nebulous space. I wonder if like because I don't know, maybe because food is like a pleasurable th- I don't know like maybe it just doesn't 
manifest in our dreams as something anxious. Like, it doesn't have a negative... Or, like... Because I feel like you remember anxiety dreams more than you remember, like, good dreams, right? Yeah. Or just, like, neutral. Yeah. So maybe they're in there, but they're, we just don't remember them. Yeah. But setting... Yeah. I mean, like... I guess I've had dreams that I'm, like, at a party or something. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely had dreams in settings. <laughs> shut up I'm just thinking like one would imagine I would be eating and drinking at a party so why don't I remember that part yeah okay I I'm gonna I'm gonna look about I'm gonna try to put food in my dreams have really normal good relationships to food I don't think that's the case personally (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just because you're like just so on the level I'm going to, okay, everybody, I'm going to actively try to put food in my dreams. Do you believe in lucid dreaming? Yes. Oh, interesting. I've done it before. I mean, I've done it accidentally. Yeah. I'm talking about the people who are like, train yourself to lucid dream. That's like, that's like, is that like adjacent to like transcendental meditation or something? Yeah, well, I think, like, a lot of the training is a lot a lot about, like, you notice yourself, you ground yourself, so then when you're in the dream, you're able to do that as well. It's actually so fun. I, I would like to do that again soon. Yeah. I, don't, I don't play video games. That, that, that's the closest I'll get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> to controlling a figure. Yeah, but it's you. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, even better. You're walking down the street. It's not a sim. It's not a sim. It's my damn self. <laughs> I, well, if you think about it, every day is like that. Wait, can I tell y'all the best one I've had? This is actually the best dream I had where I was like, I woke up and I was like, no, go back to sleep and get back in there. <sighs> And nothing actually t- happened, but it was more like, so it was, the dream was that I was at a lake house. Okay. And David Duchovny was there. Oh, but not a sex dream. It wasn't like, it was more like a flirtatious dream, which is like very like on brand for me anyways. <clears throat> yeah. So I was like, get back in there. Get back in there, girl. And riz it up. With Talk David to him about Duchovny. poetry. He went to Brown or wherever. No, he went to Yale? I think. No, 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 I thought he went to, like, Occidental or something. I thought he went on the West Coast. Berkeley or something. Uh, He went to an Ivy League school. Stanford, Um, must be. Stanford, maybe. Anyways. I should, I should get, I'll get back in my dream and ask him. I could just be thinking of Californication. (laughs) So I don't know. Which is, that is him, though, so. Yeah. He's a sex addict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you divorced Haley Young. And that's why he, we were hanging out at the lake house. Right. But he would make a move. He would make something happen. You might not make something happen. He would make something happen. True. And you know what? Stay tuned, everybody, because I'm going to put food. I'm going to I'm gonna insert <laughs> food into that. I'm going to do a double. Oh, you're going to become one of those girls who brings a can of whipped cream into the bedroom. Gross. No, 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 no. Oh, my God, Kelly. No. Kelly and I were talking the other day about how food, we thought we both as, like, you know, young young girls thought that food would feature much more heavily into like adult sex life. Cause that's what 
all of the magazines made up. Yeah, magazines were really heavily in, like, late 90s, early aughts, really heavily into being, like, a donut on the dick. <coughs> Only like is that. cream, popsicles. In Jawbreaker, ice. she's sucking a pop. Yeah, ice was going to be prominent. Ice was huge. I personally have never even had the passing notion to incorporate Absolutely food. not. I don't have... You know, drizzling a honey, a uh, jam. It's just like the cleaning. It just like there's, I just don't. It would wanna... take me out. And then also, it's like, where are we having sex? That like, then yeah, that's not getting a like rubber on. sheet. Like it's like I don't. Yeah, that's not my like vibe. I take off my sheets and we're just on like the mattress Ew. protector on my bed. Uh, no, have you seen that movie? Uh, what is it fucking called? With Mickey Rourke and it's oh, 12 and a half weeks, the sex movie. That movie. No, of course I haven't seen that. That sounds disgusting. Well. Listeners, the the food sex because he puts scene. butter up her ass. No, or my God, no, that is oh, oh sorry. my God, Kelly, Jesus Christ, no, that's not like the, I thought that was part of it. No, isn't that the Marlon Brando rape? He like actually raped her and okay, actually I gotta go okay. soon. Okay, the, Mar- so actually wrap it up. We can't talk. We can't get into this. Um, no, the butter that that's that's <clears throat> that's different. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. different movie. And I have not seen that, obviously. I'm not watching an on-screen rape. No. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I forgot y'all were here for a second. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Off the rails. Off the rails. Classic. Classic FOH style. Um, Anyways... Write in, uh, comment, have you had a food in your dream? I'm trying to make this. I'm trying, everybody. I'm trying no, to you're bring bringing it. it back. You're bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. You're writing the ship. There's, because, you know, Dream Moods has a lot to say. I mean, marmalade, mango, macaroni, Ooh. melon. Oh, I mean, that's just the I M's. cannot imagine. Oatmeal. I can't imagine a macaron. Oatmeal. Wow. Okay, fascinating. I mean, oatmeal, let's just real quick. To dream that you are eating oatmeal signifies an increase in finances. Oh, Why? Good. Maybe because you're being frugal. No, oh, true. But thrift. Gruel. It's gruel. To dream gruel. that you are cooking and serving oatmeal, I mean, Jesus, wake me up as fast as possible if I'm having that. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, signifies that you have control over the destiny of someone close to you. Ooh. Oh, well, kind sign of me up for that. Darkness. Actually, put it's... me back to sleep. <laughs> I take it back. Put me in a coma. Yeah. Knock me out. Medically induce me. I want to, I have control. That's like, that's kind of like a little voodoo, you know. Yeah. I love it. Interesting. I'm in control via this oatmeal. I love that as the vehicle. Interesting. Huh. (laughs) Wow. Actually, this is really, I I take it back. This is a fascinating episode of this podcast (laughs) stay tuned for part two next week i mean honestly could because i have i mean that's just the m's and the p you know what i mean the o's right there's the tip of the iceberg there's a whole alphabet out here we got radish we got you know rum i mean there's like sage it's everything's in here cool guys check out dreammoods.net guys i mean one of the most interesting websites i've been on in a long time i'll say it um, okay, I don't think we have any new patrons. Uh, you're going to be gone next week, right? No, I'll be back on Sunday. We can record. Well, we'll see. Well, TBD. Um, and then Patreon. What do we say we're doing? Carolyn Calloway? 
Carolyn Calloway. We should talk about season two of The Bear for anyone who has, you know, Kelly, I don't think you've watched Linger. it yet. I'll check it out. I have things to say. You know, I'll put, okay. we don't need to do a whole episode because I feel like who cares really, but I do have things to say about it. Um, and yeah, stay, uh, you know, wear your sunscreen, everybody. True. Stay healthy out there. Stay hydrated. SBF, reapply. Love ya. Love ya. Goodbye. Bye-bye.